During this season of giving, many opportunities pop up for ways to donate time and money to the less fortunate. But what happens during the other 10 months when giving back is in top of mind? Well, my guests today have found a way to incorporate it into their business and thereby their family's way of life. So if you're looking for a way for you and your family to continue giving to others in a meaningful way after January 1st, then you're listening to the right episode. Our guests today are power couple Nikki Shadro Snyder, life and style editor of Hollywood Weekly Magazine, and co-creator of the Project Pop Drop Foundation, along with her husband and partner, John David Snyder, who is president of Platinum International Products and Services. This husband and wife team co-created a business model designed to empower people to be giving while making a living. They are also the creators of the Givefluencer Network. Major thought leaders, the White House, the KBB team of Tony Robbins, along with Oprah's team, have endorsed their foundation and the system they created to help make giving back part of people's lives personally and professionally. They are known as the Givefluencers and are helping change the way we all give back while redefining what it means to be an influencer. So let's dive in and find out what it really means to influence giving. So thrilled to have you both on today's show. I'm going to start with a powerful sentence that I found on your foundation's website, which I think sums up precisely your passion and purpose working to give so others may live. It's such a powerful statement because of its intention. So let's start off hearing about how you both are doing this today and how you are working to give so other people may live. Thank you so much for having us. First of all, we're happy to be here. We love the work that you're doing as well. And um, I'll just introduce myself. I'm Nikki Stadro Snyder, and this is my husband, John David Snyder. And we're a husband and wife team, partners in life and partners in business. <laughs> and we have a for-profit company together called Platinum International Products and Services, which we sell office supplies and our core product is toner cartridges. But we decided that we didn't wanna just feed machines, we wanted to feed human beings with our program, what we do. And we on our first date created an idea. Actually, we came up with this idea on our first date to start a foundation. We both had the same values and we both really wanted to do something bigger with our lives besides just focus on our own careers. Obviously, we wanted to start a family. We'll talk about that later because we're going to talk about parent stuff. I know you want to get into that. But um, before we were parents, we were just young, in love, and ready to change the world together. And we now, to this day, fast forward uh, 10 years, we've had uh, an organization that we created called Project Pop Drop. And that's a 501c3 foundation. And we are doing really great work and we're really proud to be doing the work that we're doing. And I can pass it over to John to tell you a little bit about it. <laughs> Every month that we go uh, for the last, like she said, 10 years and we go as Project Pop Drop, we go to a, a few different homeless shelters. Uh, one in California every month for the last 10 years and then uh, same thing in Florida every month. And then like this month we'll have, uh, we have New York, we're doing a pop drop in New York. So it's like an extra one. Florida and California are always running for years and years. 
and we've empowered thousands of people to give back with us. We have Walmart as our partner now, uh, bringing uh, grants uh, to us and giving us grant money to assist. So we go to, uh, to different homeless shelters and we bring life-saving supplies. We do uh, donation drives with uh, students, empowering them to do donation drives with us and generate like new underwear, new socks and different life-saving supplies. And then we empower our customers uh, through uh, Project Pop Drop. They buy the toner cartridges from us, like my wife was saying, and then they get involved by putting one of our white Project Pop Drop boxes inside their business and they generate donations for the month and then we'll go with them or if they can't go, they'll send us you know, the uh, donation and then we'll go to the shelter and execute the uh, giving back. So it's, uh, it feels good to be giving while making a living and uh, empowering people to do what we're doing by our actions has been the biggest blessing because uh, we've created something where we're now gift-fluencers we're influencing others to give back through watching us give back and watching others give back. So we're, we're, uh, we're getting calls left and right. They're like, you guys created like something amazing with this influencer, you know, they're like, how's that different from influencer? I said, well, you know, we're a little different. We're not, you know, influencing you to, you know, stand on top of a Rolls Royce or go exercise or sell a product. We're influencing you to, give back, not through our words, through our actions, which you could find at projectpopdrop.org. It's, it's a track record of 10 years of giving every single month. And uh, we don't stop. And, and we have our children, uh, a seven-year-old and three-year-old triplets that have all been giving back with us since they were about six months old. And we weren't too, uh, you know, he's like, all right, they're six months old, time to, time to get them involved. And so now our three-year-old triplets, they'll see these pop drop shirts and when they wear them, they're like, daddy, we help people, you know, we help people, we bring burritos, we bring, uh, you know, sleeping bags and uh, daddy, we help people, we go to the homeless shelter and, and we bring hamburgers and they're like, people are like looking at us like, what are, what are they talking about? You know, because they're, they're almost four, they're, their vocabulary is starting to get, you know, better, but sometimes people are like, what, what does that mean? And they're like, oh, well, they're saying that we help people when we go to shelters, we have a charity and then I tell them everything I just told you. Next thing you know, we have like donations. They're like, oh my God, it's so cool what you're doing. And our three-year-old triplets are generating donations for us. And it's, it's pretty amazing. And uh, we started this at the Union Rescue Mission, which is in downtown Los Angeles on Skid Row. And we started about 10 years ago. So uh, the good thing is, as I, I definitely know I'm living on life's purpose. I was telling the same story to my mom. Uh, you know, I'm like, hey, we're doing something great. You know, we started this program, you know, at the company. We're going to start with Union Rescue Mission. We're going to go to homeless shelters every month and bring a bunch of businesses and have them step up to the giving play with us and students and this and that. And I turned around, my mom was crying. And I said, well, why are you crying? And she's like, well, you know, don't say anything, which we came to peace with. She says, okay. She said, don't say anything. But in the 1950s, my father was homeless and he stayed at the Union Rescue Mission in downtown Los Angeles, which is the epicenter of homelessness in America. And he was homeless and drinking problem. And, you know, he left when she was like 12. I never met the guy, but my grandfather stayed at the very homeless shelter where we started Project Pop Drop, which I had no idea. So I was just like, okay, well, that's a full circle moment. So let's, let's do this. <laughs> so that's, I drink a lot of coffee up. The triplets kept us up all night. So I'm going to be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounding coffee, sounding coffee right now. <laughs> 
Well, that is, I mean, there's so many points that I want to touch upon, but first of all, just what a gift to be able to fuse together both your passion, this purpose that you have to giving back to the world, but being able to do it through, uh, through your careers as well, through the work that you do for, for profit, which I find, you know, many people have used that perhaps as an excuse or a reason to, that they can't do it because they have like the one life that they're leading, you know, trying to raise your family, trying to build a career. And then the other idea of wanting to be able to help, but not having the time. So it's beautiful that you're able to showcase how you can do both together and offer ways for people to be able to do that. Um, I, there's, there's no excuses because our for-profit company, we are in the office supply business. And about a year and a half ago, 18 months ago, when the pandemic started, all of a sudden it's being told that it's dangerous to go to your office and, shut down. and, and shutdowns and people aren't using their printer and ordering as much toner. You know, I, I could have shut the charity down and be like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? But like, we just found a way to like keep going and, you know, more, more gift influencers came in and gave more donations. And we have pop project pop drop. We have three houses that we've taken families out of encampments and put them into a, a tiny home through some of our partners like Dean Graziosi if you're familiar with him he's partners with Tony Robin and, and uh, you know a number of other people so it's it, if you keep things going and you keep pushing you don't find excuses it all kind of works out you know yes absolutely and like back to what you were just saying Josephine I think that's a really good point that a lot of people that have a for-profit company that are small business owners, entrepreneurs, business owners, they want to know how they can give back. A lot of people we find that come to us and like that we talk to just in conversation, they really truly want to give back, but they just don't know how. And they feel like my life is so hard already. Life is such a rat race or a struggle anyway, you know, raising a family, running a business, like those are all huge priorities and also a lot of weight on our shoulders, but our theory is, and this is something that we really want to put into the universe and share with as many people as we can is that there is a way to do it. And that's why we actually created the word Givefluencers because we created the word Givefluencers because a Givefluencer is somebody that influences the world by what they can give. And they understand that society can only truly function correctly when we're all giving back to one another. So that's very powerful. And we also created a system that is called the social responsibility system. And that's how, just I'll just like rewind for a second and tell you what that is. The social responsibility system is comparable to um, corporate responsibility. So you have CSR, um, corporate social responsibility for big companies and corporations. But we, fit, we felt like there was something missing and there was a gap and just a problem to be solved with small businesses that also want to be socially responsible and give back. So we created a system called the social responsibility system. And it's mainly for small business, freelancers, entrepreneurs, and it's even for families and friends that want to do, get together and do it. But what it is, is a system to hold yourselves and each other accountable every single month, 365 days a year to give back. Because we all know that just Thanksgiving and Christmas is not enough right now to, to be our, you know, it's the season of giving, but 
the season of giving needs to be 365 days a year because the world really needs it right now. So with our system, the social responsibility system, we help people hold themselves accountable. For instance, our social responsibility system within our company and organization is we choose the last Saturday of every month to do something to be an influencer and give back. So we hold ourselves accountable. And our theory is if us, you know, <laughs> as parents, we have four kids under seven, three the same age triplets. We have a business, a nonprofit, and we're running a household and all kinds of launches going on. <laughs> if we can go and give back with our small business that's in the negative from COVID still <laughs> every last Saturday of the month, anybody can. And it doesn't have to be money. It can just be time. It could be kindness. We're not talking about writing a check for thousands of dollars. We're talking about doing one good deed with your family and friends or as an individual, as a influencer, the last Saturday of every month. Just make that commitment and hold yourself accountable. And that's the social responsibility system that we created that we really encourage people to implement into their lives personally and professionally. I love that, Nikki. You know, it's helpful to give people, you're right, going back to what you initially said, that so many people do want the opportunity to give. It's just can be overwhelming trying to figure out how and where to do it and how to fit it into your schedule. But you're right. If you can just pencil it in, make it a consistent time in your in your life. So once a month, the last Saturday, that's perfect then you'll always know that that will be the time. And it's a great way of staying on track with this, this ability to give back. I'd love yeah. to just um, circle back. You know, it's always interesting to me to, when I speak to people such as yourself who are doing such amazing uh, work for the community, to find out just what drove you to do this work. You know, you mentioned that this all happened over a conversation on your on a date, which I just love. But, you know, was there a defining moment in each of your personal lives where you knew that this was your calling? Well, I was driving to the Laker games back in the day with my dad when they played at the Inglewood uh, Forum. And we were driving and I saw like homeless people living like a, literally like a cardboard box. It was the first time I ever saw someone sleeping in a cardboard box. And I told my dad, I said, you know, when I get older, I'm going to help these people somehow. And that was like, you know, like, I don't know, I was probably 16. I'm in my forties now. So like, <laughs> you know, so just, you know, after I started, like I kind of, someone asked me that. And then um, what you just asked, and this is like maybe nine years ago. And I'm like, oh, that's a good question. I said, and then I figured it out. I said, maybe it was that one time when I was driving a Laker game, I told my dad I was going to do something like my, my subconscious mind made me do something, you know, that I didn't, I didn't think like, Oh, I, I said I was going to do this a long time ago. Now I'm going to do it. Like I, I just did it. And then didn't remember about that until someone asked me like what you just asked me. So that, that's how, that's how I was uh, inspired to help and, you know, give back and help. Um, my turn, I guess. Um, so I have a similar story. Um, number one, um, I think for me, this has been my nature since I was a kid. That's my parents tell me like when I was really little, I would make friends and like give away stuff in my lunch, like, in, like 
preschool and just like I had like a giving nurturing motherly nature like since I was a small child so I I don't know if it was like a past life or how that was embodied in me like that young but I've always had that need to give and that desire to give even since I was a small child and also to top that off my parents were really philanthropic um, when I was growing up and I remember they took me um, um, interestingly enough in a very amazing coincidence the same place because we both were born and raised in LA the Union Rescue Mission which is the largest mission um, on Skid and oldest mission on Skid Row for shelter um, they took me as a really small child to Skid Row like around the holidays and they used to have my sisters and I grab a bunch of our toys and clothes and bring it there like every year to donate and I just you know it was mind-blowing to me I did not understand that nobody like didn't have a home like there was you know as a child you just it's really hard to picture anything but what you already know and then when you see that it's really a game changer and I just remember the feeling of like feeling so sad and compassionate that there's kids living like this and I remember like that feeling in that moment saying I am always going to do anything I can to help these people and just growing up, I really have been involved in so many different charities throughout my life and throughout, you know, my teens, my twenties. And just now, you know, when I met my husband, I was involved with a lot of different charities, but literally on our first date, he was telling me about like all this good work that he was doing in the community with, you know, what he already started to do with his company before he even met me. And I kind of came in and just merged my ideas with what he was already doing because it was really his idea to start pop drop and I kind of took my marketing and media background and just kind of merged it with you know his vision and it really grew from there it really turned into a great organization and foundation and you know it's it's funny to think like something that you were just casually were talking about on a first date you're not even knowing if you're going to have a second you know, flash forward 10 years later, we've actually not only been doing it for 10 years, but we were recently honored by the White House with a volunteer service award and gold medal. So we didn't expect that on the first date chatting about this, but, you know, now we're here and it's really exciting. That is perhaps the most beautiful first date story that I've heard because of what evolved out of it. And that's just so beautiful. And then there were two other points that I wanted to make as I was listening to both of your personal accounts. One for John, I love that idea of, you know, what happened where you just set an intention, you know, you, you saw what was happening in life and you, you set out loud this intention and then you tucked it in the back of your mind and then you lived your life and executed on that, whether you realized it or not, or whether you even remembered it, which you said you remembered only nine years later when someone asked you. And so that's the beauty of being able to do that, just sort of coming from my mindfulness uh, perspective. And then back to you, Nikki, you know, it is amazing what we take with us from our childhood, you know, what impacts us and what we see and what causes us to to want to drive to make change. So I think that's like a perfect transition over to this other role in your life as the parents of young children under the age of seven. 
So in addition to the phenomenal work that you are both doing, you both have four children, a singleton and triplets. And I'm curious, you know, you've already talked about it before, John, um, how does the, the ethos of your personal pursuits get translated into your role as parents and how you raise your children? It's kind of like, uh, you know, people say balance, you know, you have that balance and, you know, there's a, there's a, there is a balance, but it's kind of like everything's married together. You know, we have a balance of everything, the, the company, the charity, you know, uh, I work from home once, once a week, uh, you know, our, our kids are involved in our charity, you know, they, they hear, uh, they hear business, you know, they'll, they'll hear someone in the office get a sale and they'll be like, yay, dad, you know, like that. So they're like, they're involved in every way, like everything's meshed together, you know, so to speak. But um, sometimes like, like, you know, the, the triplets, we'll use them for an example. Sometimes they'll, you know, like waste food or like, you know, something. And then you, you just kind of like remind them like, hey, you remember when we went to the homeless shelter? You know, nobody's really wasting any, any food over there. You guys know that, right? So it's kind of, you kind of incorporate that into your, your regular life because they've seen, you know, what's going on, you know? So if that answers the question, I think, I hope it does. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, we really have like two basic theories of running our business and, you know, raising our kids and with our for-profit company, it's profit with a purpose. And with parenting, it's parenting with a purpose. Like we believe that it's really important for our kids to understand gratitude and, to understand how important it is to be kind to others, to give back to others. And while we're far from perfect, we're both like alpha personalities. Like, you know, we definitely need to check in and like meditate, which is your, is your lane, <laughs> you know, once in a while, cause our life is so intense. But um, with our kids, like at the end of the day, there's not a day that goes by that at the end of the day, we don't, you know, express gratitude and, you know, when we're at the end of the day, we always say, what are we grateful for everybody? And we say what we're grateful for. And that's a daily practice. And since our kids were taking their first steps, they were giving back, you know, they were unloading food from the carts and like bringing it into homeless shelters. And they really know, they really understand like what giving while making a living is like what we implement in our, in our business and in our life. And they, and they are influencers. Like they are absolutely influencing the world by what they can give. And um, the thing that we really love as well is that we have partnerships with a lot of school districts in different cities um, here and we're LA based. We have a great partnership with LAUSD where we also go and do speaker series, whether they're in person or Zoom online to help empower the youth of America to give back and help them understand that they can be influencers too, that anybody can be a influencer. And we kind of show them the way while we do a hands-on donation drive at their school. So we teach them how to market the donation drive, empower them how to, you know, promote it on social media, how to get donations. And um, then a lot of times, you know, pre-COVID, we were arranging field trips with, you know, LAUSD and different students in different districts to go to these shelters and, not, and have a full circle, you know, collecting the donations and then dropping them off and experiencing it. So they understand, you know, the whole process of it. So for us, for our kids and all of our student partners and students that we're trying to empower, like it's really important to us to just do everything we can to spread this message because this is the future of 
the world is kids and our children. And if they start learning this and we start seeding this into them now, imagine the impact that it will be as they grow and they go into the world. That's what we really need right now. Well, that's wonderful. Yes. You know, I'm always, um, talking about such as in my book, um, and with other parents about the importance of modeling behavior. And as you even exemplified when you were talking and recollecting about your own childhood experiences and what sort of drove you eventually to want to do this in your own life as an adult, and uh, that we see what is shown to us. And we as children will follow the lead of what we see the adults in our lives are doing. So I think it's beautiful that you've from right from the get go have introduced that to your own young little family and that they're all playing the part and helping out and giving back just like their parents. It's just wonderful. Um, you know, I always end my, I uh, could keep picking your brain about all of this. It's so wonderful to hear. I'd love for you to share with the audience uh, how they can um, respond to life in a more meaningful and positive way based off of um, the idea of being a givefluencer. Well, you're a givefluencer, like your, your whole life is going to open up, like just things that don't worry about like, oh, you know, something's going on this month or I might not you know, uh, I might not be able to handle it by buying this brand new pair of, you know, underwear and bringing them to the shelter or socks. Just, just do it, just give and the rest will take care of itself. And it, you'll feel so amazing. You'll have a, a extra energy within you to produce more that you're worried about not being able to get by giving something. If you just give and just do it, don't think about it. You know, uh, if anyone's listening today that, you know, wants to give back, you know, feel free to reach out to projectpopdrop.org through our website. And, you know, you want to get your business involved. We have an online course coming out soon, Giving While Making a Living, to give salespeople and businesses a purpose behind their business, which is amazing. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's in the works right now being uh, prepared. So that's we wanted to figure out another way to get this out there to the masses, you know, so like the, the ultimate goal is for every business that's been in business for at least one year, you know, they're stable to set up a program like we do, you yeah. know, every single month, just give back at a homeless shelter within 10 miles of your business that you more than likely see people sleeping in an encampment or a homeless person on the way to your business. Like if every business in America, we could pull this off and does this, it's a game changer. The world changes overnight. And, you know, we, we, we've already been working it. And like, we tried with the white house, we tried with the SBA. We're like, Hey, the SBA could introduce a program to every business and, you know, give them a credit. You know, like we haven't pulled it off yet, but I know we're going to, because we put a lot of energy in it. And next thing you know, we got a gold medal and on, on the, from the white house, like she's saying. So I'm like, okay, well maybe that's the energy that we put out there. It's not, you know, what we thought yet. We never expected this, but I know for a fact that, Project Pop Drop and Givefluencers will figure out a way to get every business in America involved in giving back every single month and have a more customer cause marketing business model instead of just for profit. And that happens, world changes. Right. And also um, what John said, sometimes people aren't necessarily comfortable serving the homeless. So I just want to clarify that 
for the social responsibility system, you can pick any cause. It does not have to be going to a homeless shelter. It could be any cause that is worthy, that is something that you are just giving back and serving others. It could be animals. It could be elders. It could be, you know, any service that you can provide for free that day if you are in the service business. Just something where you're serving others and giving back in some way. And that's what everybody, I believe, can commit to once a month. I love it. That's just, that's really helpful. And um, I love the the model that you're bringing to businesses. Uh, I think that will be a game changer. Um, the course, the online course that you have coming up and it's just another way for, to make it just an easier process for all smaller businesses and other businesses to be able to hop on board with this idea. Um, yeah. So I always end my, my podcast, you know, much like what you do, uh, with your own children and what I do with my children, I'd love for you to share a gratitude that you have for today. I am grateful that I'm on your show and I, I just looking at you right here, you have like really good energy and a, and, a, and a good heart, and I can feel that. So I'm just thankful to be on your show because I'm sure that you've attracted a lot of people in like yourself and the same kind of energy. So that's the type of people that we love working with. Uh, you know, you're a natural gift influencer. Well, thank yes. you. I appreciate both of you on the show. Yes, it, thank you. In the spirit of giving and receiving, I know you already mentioned about um, – hopping onto your website for more information and then this online upcoming online course, but I'd love for you to share other ways or specific ways that our listeners can start to uh, participate and give back and connect with your company and your foundation. A lot of people like, you know, that sometimes they don't have time or they don't, uh, you know, necessarily, uh, you know, want to like, they can't figure out like when they could go buy something or something. And, you know, we've had people say, well, can we buy a, a toner cartridge for our printer from you? Will that be helping, you know, uh, feed someone or get some supplies to the homeless? And I said, yeah, because that's how it was started before it ever became a charity. We were taking a portion of the profits and, uh, you know, saving the money up every single month and then going to, to buy the, mm -hmm. the goods and stuff like that. So that's, that's one way uh, you could go to our Facebook page for project pop drop and, you know, check, check things out. If you want to message us there, or you want to go to projectpopdrop.org, message us there. Like, honestly, yes. like we're not, we're not charging for this advice or we're not, you know, just literally pick up the phone and call the office. I, I it's, our numbers are on there and, and yeah. you know, how, how can we get started and, and we'll advise people on yeah. that because it's, that's, we want to spread the word. Yeah. If people are ready to change the game for themselves personally and professionally, and be a influencer, like we will be happy to show them the way and it will definitely change everything for them because we truly believe whatever you give, you receive and whatever you give, you get. Beautiful. Well, my heart was just warm just by speaking with you, both of you and hearing about your, your passion and your purpose. I'll be sure to share all of the, the links so that people can connect with you in the show notes. And I look forward to sharing this with everyone. Thank you so much to both of you, Nikki and John, for your time today and for all of the amazing work that you're doing. Uh, Thank thanks. you so much. Thanks we really us. appreciate it. Thanks for having us on.
Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode with Nikki and John. I hope their words and their life's work inspired you to find a way to do something on a regular basis to give back to others in whatever way fits into your lifestyle. If you're interested in learning more about their organization and perhaps volunteering or donating, please check out the show notes, which has all of the links to help you connect with the Snyders. As a reminder, I now have fertility and parenting specific meditation sessions and online classes available on my website, jayatlurie.com. During the month of December, all of my classes are 30% off with the code HOLIDAY30. And be sure to check out my highly rated book on Amazon, The Mindfulness Journal for Parents. It's a great gift to give for yourself and your parenting friends. So thanks again for listening. I challenge all of you to find ways to respond to life versus simply reacting to our situations. I'd love to hear your real life stories on how you put this into practice. So drop me a line at info at jayatlurie.com. Until next time. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Responding to Life podcast. For more info on today's guest, check out the episode summary. I'd love to connect with you more, so be sure to check out my website, respondingtolifepodcast.com, for links to previous episodes, articles I've written, and interviews I've done on mindfulness, meditation, infertility, and parenting. You'll also find free video meditations on my site and on my YouTube channel, Josephine Atlery Meditation. If you'd like to book a one-on-one session with me, you can do so on the website. You can also follow me on Instagram at josephinerlurry for daily inspiration and mindfulness tips. Finally, I'd love for you to join my Facebook groups to connect with a supportive community and receive greater insight on how to incorporate mindfulness into your life. Check out the Mindful Parenting Group with Josephine Atlery or the Empowering Your Fertility Group. Thanks again for tuning in today. I look forward to sharing more conversations with you on how to respond to life in a more mindful way.